Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. This podcast is focused on making you, helping you become the smartest Amazon seller and always trying to tease out new things, uh, new ways uh, to scale your business, to uh, bring less stress and more expertise. Uh, One of the first podcasts that I ever listened to when I was learning about Amazon, well, actually I was already a seller, but I was like, okay, what's this podcast space about? Is there anything interesting? I actually listened to um, the guest that I have today. I heard his story and it was shockingly similar to um, uh, buy boxers origin story, my companies, how, how we did some things. And so I'm actually very happy to introduce and bring uh, Dan meters onto the show. Dan, welcome. Hey brother. Thanks for, thanks for having me on here today. So um, you've been in the wholesale game for some time, but um, tell us a little bit about how you got started. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I got started, I, I kind of found Amazon as a is, is like an interesting side hobby. I, I had sold stuff on eBay uh, going through college and then got a job. And then one of my buddies that, that was working uh, with me, he was the CFO of the company I worked for. Uh, he, it was, it was strange. Like I would see him after work and he would have all this stuff he was processing and send it to Amazon. And one day I was like, Hey, what is this? Like eBay orders or something? And he was like, no, man, I'm, I'm selling stuff on Amazon. And, uh, I'll be honest, man. I, like I had no idea that you could even sell products on Amazon. Like I, I thought it was a bookstore, and uh, it was. It wasn't like a few months later that he he came in and and he gave his notice, and I was like, "What is going on?" Like and he's like, "Man, this Amazon stuff is just it's it's way better than I thought it was. I thought it would be." And he was like, "I'm making more money just you know sitting at home and and listing stuff on there than I am at coming to work every day." And I was like, "Wow, that's." that's crazy. I like, show me this stuff. And and he took me out to Walmart and uh, showed me, you know, uh, I think it was, uh, I don't think it, it may have been profit banded at the time. Uh, one of the scanner apps and, and, yeah. and that's yeah. how I, I found it. And then, you know, it was every night and weekend. Like if, if I had a minute, like I was in a store scanning or shipping stuff to Amazon, like over the, yeah. the next few months. And I got started in July. Uh, that was my first time. First sale on Amazon was in July of 2011, yeah. and then by the, the in December of, of of 2011, I lost my job, and that kind of like you know you, you know it's it, it's uh, it's one of those things where you you, you get in those situations and it, it really kind of makes the decision for you, right? Like Do you know, what? I had to just really dive all the way in. Do you know what I did December of 2011? Um, I. On Black Friday with my brother, we uh, had a van and uh, <laughs> we were throwing every single product that we could find that like that we could flip on Amazon uh, and we were shoving it in that van. And, and so we did, that was like, that was like real like retail arbitrage, you know, where you're uh, uh, figuring out um, and we had like no tools, no technology. I, it was just like, you know, our own research and figuring out what sales ranks mean. And so, um, I mean, you kind of had a similar story where you were like traveling around to uh, just find the right products, right? Yeah. I mean, that started in 2012. I mean, I, I, live, okay. in, I live in Kentucky. Um, it's not, you know, there's not, there's not a lot going on in terms of stores and stuff. Like the closest target to me is like an hour and a half away. 
Okay. And uh, so January 2012, like I, I started full time and, and, you know, I had a, a wife, a, a daughter at the time, uh, a house that I had to pay a mortgage with and, and, and a brand new retail arbitrage business. So I, I had to drive all over the country to get enough products. Um, and, and honestly, like I just, I, I was, I was a hardworking guy, but I wasn't great. I, like I wasn't super good at it. I mean, I, I didn't sell, I only well, sold I like, think kind of the things really, I knew and understood. I don't think anyone was really good at Amazon uh, considering where we've come now. Um, and <laughs> the, the it's, it's that are out there now. Right. Like it's, it's, it's just crazy. I remember one time um, and, 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 you know, like Amazon, every Amazon seller that listens to this podcast is going to be like, gosh, he's actually insane. Um, this was when we got into the, uh, we, we had our, like our first really big break where we bought a, uh, bought out a Sears, like bought all the remaining inventory on a Sears. Really? And it had a bunch of clothes, uh, clothing. And, 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 you know, with the clothing, we didn't sell clothing. I had no idea about it you know, anything about it. I knew it was restricted category. And I was just like, yeah, let's, let's donate this stuff. Like donate all this, all this clothing nonsense. And, and we donate, we ended up donating literally tens of thousands of dollars in clothing and, and, and just focusing on the items that we knew how to sell and stuff. But, um, you know, despite like, you know, that, that's the thing about that. I've always, I've always felt about Amazon is you can be not, you, you can be not great and there's just enough opportunity on there that, that you can you, you can make a living or you, or you can get get going and kind of find your sea legs and and ultimately that's what happened to us is you know over the course of time like you know 2012 we, we, and then 2013 and 14 it's like you we, we started building the the fundamentals of having a real business over that mm -hmm. course of time yeah and, and and like it does sometimes take time to like uh, really move the needle in a business where you could like look back and be like, wow, these processes like we've uh, implemented, like it's just like different. And you start to get some of those competitive edges where, you know, you, you've got plenty of shortcuts. So, um, well, let's jump into you switched over to wholesale. Yeah. So, yeah. There had to be something about how retail arbitrage just like wasn't scaling in a way that you needed that, uh, you know, brought that transition. Sure. You know, part of that was the, the, all the driving around, like, you know, we, we were going really far distances and stuff like that. So, you know, a week for me might look like, um, I, I'd leave on a Monday morning and go out and start going shopping. I get back on a Friday or a Thursday or a Friday. I, I, you know, get all the stuff that I bought into, into the warehouse, go home, spend a couple of days with the family, pro come back, process the products. And then I was gone again. So like, you know, I, I made, I made a good amount of money. Like we did pretty good um, yeah. at doing retail arbitrage. I just didn't have time to spend with my family and it wasn't right. like owning a business. So no, and it's, um, it's tough work. It's not like, you know, people ask me sometimes like, you know, like you could flip a product like in almost any store. Like there's like something there that has like value. Um, but like it just, your, your time just doesn't scale. You know, you have to like, sh you have to like drive to these places. You have to like load things up in your car. It's like, um, it takes a lot more time than people uh, realize. Right. I mean, you're physically acquiring your next sale. So it's, it, it's a tough, it, you know, it's a tough situation. So that, that was really what, what spurred us to, to find wholesale or, or, you know, really find another model. And, and yeah. we, we experimented around. It was wholesale. Wasn't like the first fit for us. No, okay. and, and we, 
Yeah, like we, um, we, you know, we tried a retail store that didn't work out. We tried a, uh, uh, we tried our online, uh, we tried to build an online website that didn't really work out for us because, you know, we didn't know how to drive traffic or anything. It was, yeah. we didn't have a good strategy. Um, and then uh, we, that, that then like our next little venture was, was kind of into wholesale and that was getting started with distributors and, you know, the kind of that, that ASD going to uh, shows and, and things like that. And we saw some levels of success. Like we definitely found products that worked out well for us. And then uh, there, you know, and then we missed the boat on, on some too. And it was just really hard for us. Like that, you know, initially uh, wholesale was really hard. Sure. For us. Sure. But um, I mean, it, like my businesses, like, and many others have shown, like it is a business that scales. So you worked with distributors and uh, sometimes you worked with brands directly. How would you uh, compare uh, the difference between those two? And your sure, system? sure, no, that that was right, exactly. Um, and, and you know, like I said, we didn't have a lot of uh, you know, our, we had a lot of struggles with with the distributor side, and a lot of that was we were starting pretty bootstrapped, and you know, I didn't have a lot, I, I couldn't just output muscle people on big orders and stuff like that, so. That was where we we started, you know, we, we call it reverse sourcing wholesale. Um, and, and that was our strategy for that, that really moved the needle in our business. And, and what that was is we found awesome products and we started reaching out to, to the brands directly. And, and what we found is a lot of the times that brands are more invested into the, the success of the product than a distributor is. A distributor wants to sell a unit a lot of times, whereas a, yeah. a brand has, a, you know, their, their concerns are a lot more encompassing. Um, so once we started doing that and, and focusing on building relationships directly with the brands, like we started having a lot more success and, uh, uh, it, you know, it, it, it really moved the needle in our business a lot. So that was one of the biggest differences was, was really that, you know, that the, the brands, uh, you know, they had more concerns than just selling more product. Right. That was the biggest thing that I noticed. And then some of them, you, you know, did you ever like go for exclusive relationships and, uh, how did those work out? For sure. No, exactly. Like the, you know, that's what it really starts is when you, you know, uh, when you start developing a relationship, with, uh, you know, I'll be at a brand, a, a rep or, or whoever it is. Um, you, you learn a lot about um, the fact that, that, that people, you know, that, that it's these businesses are truly run by people. It's not just a giant machine. Right. And, um, you know, our, our success, it was largely based on, you know, when we started working with the people and, and, and developing those relationships, we weren't able to push towards exclusivity. Like we were able to find out a lot of the things that, that they wanted and they felt like would move the needle in those, their business and we would help them accomplish those, you know, albeit that something like a listing, like listing changes. Like that's a lot of the simple stuff, right? Like the, making their listings better and, and convert more and, and bring more sales, bringing A plus content, working with them to bring A plus content. Um, really set their listings apart. And, and when you start doing that as a seller and that, you know, and you're working directly with them, uh, you, you do get offered things like exclusivity, uh, of course. Know, uh, limited exclusivity. And that's, that's what we found in our business over the course right. of, of time. Uh, it, we got a lot more consistent. Like we, you know, we didn't have, uh, we, we started working with fewer and fewer people, but our sales actually went up. Yeah, no, uh, people ask me sometimes, like, you know, how do you get them to say yes? I'm like, well, like, why are they saying no in the first place? And like, it, 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 it can, like, it, it's totally relationship building. It can feel a little bit like sales at a time, but like, 
you have to find out like what their concerns are. Like there's a reason why. And if you can't turn that, if you can't like offer a service, then, um, then you, you, those relationships may, may never work out. Um, and so you focus on what you call reverse sourcing. Um, can you like uh, just detail that for a quick second? What you think of when you say you're scouring Amazon or whatever, and, and uh, what you think with reverse sourcing? Yeah. Um, you know, back, uh, I, I would, it feels like a hundred years ago, like when we, we really got started with wholesale and, and that's a, a lot of that's because, you know, Amazon's evolved a lot. Uh, the, the market just continues to evolve every single day. Um, but you know, when we got started, like a lot of the conventional wisdom was like, if you, you know, if you wanted to, if you wanted to do wholesale, you should, should Google, uh, wholesalers, you should find distributors, you should do all those things. And for us, us, it, it just wasn't very, uh, it wasn't just that it wasn't very good. It, it just wasn't very efficient. Like, you know, we, like you said, we weren't using a lot of tools then. We didn't have a lot of, 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 of things to help us go through stuff. So it's like we would get these gigantic catalogs or lists of product and it was just like finding a needle in a haystack, like literally just, you know, just pilfering through and finding a needle in a haystack. And, and for us, reverse sourcing wholesale, and this is like it was like an evolution. I, I remember the day like we, we started, you know, that we, we kind of shifted gears and uh, I was sitting in my office and I just finished like going through another giant catalog of stuff. And I'd found like one or two items that, that were, prop, were were potentially profitable. And uh, I was just like, gosh, I'm mighty, just completely frustrated. And I, I looked down and there was a product that on my desk and it's like, why can't I ever just find something like this? Like, you know, this is a product that I'm, you know, it was, I knew it was good on Amazon. It was like something I, I actually used and I was like, you know, why, what in the world? Like, why can't I just find something like this, just a, a good product at, from the start. And, and then I was like, maybe if you just knew who sold those. So I called the company and you know, goofy it's, it's just really just goofy when you think about it. Like I called the company and I, I asked them, I was like, uh, yeah, do you guys, can you refer me to a distributor to sell your product? And they were like, I mean, we could, but we'd be happy to set up an account for you, you know, directly. And I didn't even know that was a thing. Like I didn't even know that, you, you know, that, that brands would set up directly. I thought it was, you know, it was standard to go to a distributor, buy the product and things like that. So for us, uh, you know, it was literally the reverse of what we were being taught is to, you know, first find a product and, and, and then go find, you know, the best place to buy it from. Are there any tools that you're using now that um, help in any part of this process that you were talking about and to make, you know, some of those headaches uh, simpler. Sure, sure. No, I, I think, um, you know, that that's one of the, the things about doing wholesale is, is, is regardless of, you know, regardless of your strategy, I think you do need to, to utilize tools and to, to make your time significantly more efficient. And, and that was one of the, you know, that was one of the biggest changes for us is, you know, instead of, of having to kind of like wade through lists is like we started using thing you know different types of software to to be able to parse data faster and, and push through things um you know currently i i, I use helium 10 um all right and, and i'll just be honest like i had never i hadn't heard of, of of uh 
smart scout, but I'm 100% going to give it a try. Like after after talking to you, I talked to you a little bit yeah. pre-show. I'm um, you 100% know, going to give it a try. Oh, helium tends great. We use it. Um, and like the the truth is, is like if I'm you if I'm building the same tool that someone else has, then it's not that valuable. So it's just it's definitely a different look. But you know, from the beginning with our wholesale, we knew that uh, you know using tools is gonna is a, is a difference maker and uh, can you know just makes your job so much easier. Um, you know, and, and that's one of the things that I, I truly appreciate about software makers who are actually biz, kind of the the business first guys, right? Like you're you're in this business and understand it and understand the tools that you utilize every single day. So you know, regardless of what pe software people use, I think you do need to use the software. I think it makes you significantly more efficient and um, will will improve your business drastically. So like the fact that you understand it and, and that that was part of you know i'd never honestly i'd never heard of it like you know well, it's brand the, new uh, <laughs> like october right <laughs> oh wow so so i am not too far off like it, yeah you know so that, that's really cool and uh but whenever i was talking the the thing i realized is you know that you're you're certainly an amazon first you're an amazon seller first and i think that probably brings a really good perspective to your software so i'm excited to see a, a lot of what it's got going on Right. Thank you. Um, uh, so what do you see for wholesale in 2021? Um, you know, our business has been humming along and sometimes I've, I've gotten plenty distracted, but like, I'm not going to forget like, you know, what got me to where I am and that is our, our wholesale. So I'm legitimately asking like, like, where is this going? You know, I think the, the marketplace, it, it's, it's evolved drastically, like over the past few years. And, and I'm sure you've seen that you've obviously done really well with that. Like you, you guys have grown substantially. So mm -hmm. um, it's, it, you, I, I think, I think that evolution continues. Like Amazon continues to put uh, power into brands to, to be able to, to have, have, you know, a lot of control on Amazon. Like you, you've seen a lot of those shift. You've seen, you know, more restrictions, more datings, more of, of those types of things. You see brand registry, um, the, the tools within brand registry are evolving yeah, to, really to be are. more dynamic. Like, so, so what, you know, what is Amazon looking for? I, I think, I think Amazon is, is, is in a lot of cases looking for supply chain stability. They're, they're, you know, they spent, I, I read somewhere, I, I think it was close to a billion dollars, maybe more than that on, trying to curtail, you know, counterfeiting and fraud. So yeah. like, what is Amazon looking for? They're looking for dedicated retailers who don't sell fake goods and, and supply an amazing customer experience, yeah. which really, really bodes well, uh, in, in my opinion, for, for the wholesale business model that, that we use uh, particularly because we, you know, we, like I said, we develop a lot of those direct relationships with brands. We, but we're, uh, you know, for every product we carry, we're an authorized seller. We're working in coordination with, with the brand to, to, to help them grow and, and kind of grow their footprint on Amazon. So, uh, you know, I, I think that Amazon, Amazon's going to continue to push that agenda. I believe that they're going to continue to empower brands and that brands are going to continue to need uh, experts. They're going to continue to need people with the, the bandwidth and the, the, you know, the knowledge and or care that, to invest in them. And, and that's, you know, otherwise, like Amazon's a vicious marketplace when you think about it. Sure. Like you're you're kind of alongside, like as a brand. I mean, you're you're kind of just thrust alongside, you know, thousands of other products. And if you don't know 
or, or have somebody who's invested in, in, you know, giving your, making your listing more visible, it's easy to get lost in the shuffle. So, um, absolutely. I've always you know, said that, that like Amazon is war. Like there is just like so many people, other brands, you know, uh, just putting attention to it. And like, it, uh, it takes, you know, work and expertise and you got to really, uh, you know, put, and when you put that time in, like you'll, you'll reap the benefits. Yeah. You can get results. I mean, Amazon's such a vast place, like, yeah. you know, with the, the, the customers and traffic flow, like if you make proactive changes on a listing or you do those fundamental things that, that, you know, they have, they can yield massive results for the, for you and the brand. Like, yeah. So when you are talking with someone, you do um, a bit of training on your own. Um, when you are talking to someone that say they already do a little bit of uh, Amazon, a little bit of wholesale, what are the first things that you do to recommend uh, that you recommend just to like help them, you know, continue to grow their business? Sure. No, I, th- I think that's a, I think that's a good question. I think a lot of people are in that position where they're, you know, they're, they're, in, they're in that getting started phase or they're in that, phase where they've, they've not really found their direction. Right. Um, so it, it, it's a, it's a great, great question. Like the, the, really the first thing that I do, uh, and, and the first thing that I, I, I think that, um, you should do as a business owner in general, not just wholesale, but I, I think in, in general is, uh, to identify, like identify how the, the, the positive impact you can make on people. Like, how can you, how can you help people? Um, and, and then identify the needs, uh, uh, the needs of, of pr- prospective targets. And, you know, I realize that's kind of like, you know, top, higher level mumbo jumbo in, in, in some instance. But what I really mean is that, you know, you're, you, you, you pay attention to, to what brands are missing. Like, you know, if, I, if, I'm going, if I'm trying to be an Amazon seller, I want to be on Amazon and I want to know what makes those brands successful. Like, you know, what is the, you know, if I, if I put a good title on something, what does that actually do? If I, I, you know, if I, if I put better pictures, what does that actually do? And whenever you learn that, those, those fundamental things, like those, those little bits of value, how you can, you know, analyze the listing, how you can make it better, how you can make those products perform better. um, Then I I think it's about, you know, just finding the people to, to make that offer to, right. Sure. Um, And and this is where, this is where I think it's, it's particularly interesting because I don't think, um, you know, to, to help a person or, or to help a brand, you don't have to have a ton of expertise. Like you've obviously got it with Buyboxer. I've obviously had years of expertise, but I think any of your podcast listeners can help a brand. Like yep. if you can identify a problem and you can see a problem on a listing, you know, they, they have a need and that's, that's, you know, that's your ability or opportunity to be able to help them. You know, I've actually always said that you know, to my audience sometimes that like, while yes, like we're good at what we do, I know that uh, and someone else out there can out hustle us. They could do a better job on a given brand, you know? And um, so some parts of it, yeah, expertise helps, but that's not the only thing. And, you know, I've seen over the years, like just certain mistakes that we've made. And, and I, re- I legitimately think that there, the others uh, can do a, uh, a, a better job and can and really succeed with some brands. Um, yep. I mean, we've actually ran into that. I mean, we, you know, you, you had mentioned that we do, we do a bit of training. We, we have a program um, called the wholesale formula. And we, one of our students, I, I remember this, uh, she, she was, she's one of our, actually just an incredible, incredible story, incredible person. But uh, 
Amy, um, I, I remember one day she called me and, and we were, you know, she, we, it was funny because we were one of like three sellers on a brand and she was the one, one of the other sellers. And she'd been working with them uh, really, really hands-on and had come up with a lot of strategies that, that would really push their brand forward and had put in a lot of that effort. And they, they decided that they were just going to work with her on, on her own. So it was like, you know, that was, that was an example for me of, of somebody who had significantly less resource, significantly less, um, uh, expertise and, and this, you know, knowledge at the time, but it was the fact that she was willing to, to fully invest into that process, fully in, invest herself into helping them yeah. and was able to out hustle us. And now that brand, that, that brand, I mean, just with that one brand a month, uh, you know, she, she does like a hundred thousand dollars in sales and she's yeah, the only yeah. seller of that product has great margins. Um, uh-huh. so it's a, you know, that was a big win for her. <laughs> I, yeah, I absolutely believe it. And, um, yeah. Um, so, well, that's a, a lot of interesting things to think about. And like, I, I'm, I'm actually pretty optimistic. I mean, we, everyone knows that, uh, you know, uh, COVID wasn't bad for Amazon sellers. <laughs> you know, uh, we uh, did pretty well in 2020. And I've seen that's carried over into 2021 already. Like our, our margins are up uh, over last year at the same time. And uh, that's always very optimistic, but uh, I, you know, thinking in the future, like I, I, I never know exactly what's going to happen, but I, I do know that, you know, shoppers are going to be there. And so we, we put together good offers and, and it'll work itself out. Well, um, Dan, thank you so much for your time and actually sharing a little bit about your story and, um, you know, and your perspectives on Amazon. Um, you know, when I uh, was setting up this interview, uh, I, I was told uh, with his colleague that like, um, they're, they're setting up, that you are hosting your own uh, free live workshop event this coming month. And you'll be teaching your reverse sourcing techniques, uh, your methods that you guys use. Um, what day is that? Sure, sure. Oh, this is, it's actually really cool. So, you know, it, it was a, it was an interesting circumstance. Scott had, had reached out to us to talk about how um, Smart Scout might make sense within our community. And I, you know, that was how I'd found out about it. Um, so I'm, I'm excited, I'm excited on that, at that front, but you know, it just happenstance is once a year we host a live workshop where, and, and this one's going to be a, a bit more, uh, a bit more, a bit different than most. Like this one is truly live. It's going to be from February 17th uh, through the 19th. And it's, we're, we're going to host a live workshop where we literally go over um, how to do every component of our business, how we do every component of our business and teach people uh, about wholesale and see if it might be something that would work for them. And it, it, it's cool because this workshop provides a lot of perspective. Like, you know, even it, I, I, I believe that even somebody like you, you got you guys obviously crush it, would sure. find a lot of value there. And, and the reason is it's about learning the different perspectives and how you're able to apply those. So what I would say is if you are interested in wholesale on Amazon, if you are doing wholesale on Amazon or you are selling on Amazon period, like honestly, this workshop is going to be three day, three full days of, us diving as deep as you can possibly imagine and going over the nuts and bolts of how we run our business. 
Yeah, no, that's, uh, I, I've learned, um, I mean, this podcast actually has forced me to learn. And, uh, you know, we uncovered a few things that actually netted us uh, six figures uh, in 2020. So, um, you know, I, I know that there's always more to learn, there's more to talk about. And uh, talking with other Amazon sellers, it's kind of like you're in the trenches together. And there's, uh, you know, by sharing stories, uh, or, uh, you know, notes, uh, you, you really can help each other come out on top. Yeah, no, it's, there's, uh, you guys do that training only once a year. And so kind of the right time that we do this podcast just before that. So that's cool. Yeah, no, it was, that was a definitely a cool, uh, uh, you know, just kind of a, a cool bit of timing there. So I'm excited about that, but, um, and yeah. you can, uh, you, uh, uh, the person that actually helped us coordinate this podcast gave me a link so that people can, uh, sign up for, uh, this is at, uh, the wholesaleformula.com slash smartest seller. This is a, uh, this is a free workshop and, um, yeah, recommend you checking that out. And I guess if you have any questions, you know, you could reach out to to you yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. If you guys want to learn more about us or, or find out, you know, more about wholesale in general, we have, we have a couple of different places you can find us. You can find us at the wholesaleformula.com and that's our website. We have a cool blog where we, we have some you know, really good articles that go in depth on Amazon. Um, also, you can join our mailing list there. Uh, that's a, you know, that, that we, we're always pu- putting out great content about, um, you know, the, the different things that are happening on Amazon, uh, as well as like, you know, beginner level information about how you can get started uh-huh. as a, a seller, or, you know, that makes adjustments to your business. Uh-huh. Um, and then we have a free Facebook group called the FBA Wholesale Community. Um, it's, it, you know, that one's free to anybody just jump in and, 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 you know, get started in there. And then our Facebook page, the, the wholesale formula okay. um, has a ton of information and, and, you know, we're, we're, we're always posting new cool stuff there too. All right, cool. Well, um, yeah, that's sounds like a lot of different ways to get a hold of you. Um, thank you, Dan, so much for your time and um, wish you luck in 2021. Hopefully, you know, the businesses uh, keep growing and uh, find a success and specifically, you know, you find ways to, to, to squeeze out the right amount of margin <laughs> without hurting sales. Um, that is the game. Um, and uh, thanks for your time. Absolutely, man. And, and good luck to you in 2021. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a good year to be an Amazon. I have a feeling it's going to be a good year to be an Amazon seller. Oh, Hopefully we sure. can sure. have a little less crazy going on in the world yeah. and, and be able to double down and, and see some yep. real uh, awesome stuff happen. Yep. All right. Well, that's that's it for this show. Um, thanks everyone for listening and uh, make sure you tune in for uh, next week and uh, got a lot of good stuff coming. So that's it. Take care. One, two, three.